guys, I am so excited for this episode. Episode number 101 is so exciting because I have the opportunity to interview Anna Gala for the um for the podcast. I mean, goodness, for what we're talking about for this point just right here. And Anna is so cool. We had so much fun. This is such a fun conversation. You are absolutely going to love it. She helps impact-driven sister entrepreneurs and coaches to build a boss-ass mindset and attract dream clients. So she actually is a world traveler just like me and just like you. If you're like me, you know I love to travel and you're going to love this conversation. Um, Also, recently I hosted the Manifestival inside the Manifestation Queen group. We are going super woo with this one and all of the episodes are, I mean, all of the videos are going to be turned into episodes for the podcast. However, if you want to go learn about the Akashic Records, go learn more about human design and go learn more about getting in touch with your spirit guides, your spirit team, your soul, and all of the messages that are waiting for you there, then go join the Manifestation Queens group if you're not already a member. And hit up all of those videos from the Manifestival. I hope you guys are all doing well. I love you so much. I am so excited by all of the reviews that we've been getting for the podcast recently. And thank you so much for each and every one of them. You make me so happy, so excited when I read them. And it actually helps more people find us here and find the Manifestation Queen podcast, which is so important. With that, I will introduce the episode here. Have a great day. If you love this episode, please go on and leave a five-star review or um, a five-star rating in a review and I will love you forever. Take a screenshot and send it to me and um, so I can give you a nice shout out. Love you so much. I will talk with you soon. Bye. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Welcome to the Manifestation Queen podcast, your filter-free and uncensored source for all things manifestation. I'm Cassie McKenzie, and I'm a manifestation expert. I'm here to raise your vibes and your cash flow. Listen, I've manifested everything from a beer, a six-figure salary, my husband, and homes, and more. And I am spilling everything I can on this podcast so you can learn how you can do the same. The more fun I have, the more manifestations appear, and the more money I make. So it's my obsession to show you how you can be, do, and have anything you want. So join the movement to raise your income and your impact on this world. Become a manifestation queen and create a life that feels like a vacation. Let's do the damn thing. Welcome back for another awesome episode of the Manifestation Queen podcast. I'm so excited. So today, I'm never formal on these things. I'm always like, you know, just go with the flow, right? <laughs> and talking to the microphone, that would be helpful. But, um, but yeah, I've got such a fun guest today. So I know we've been transitioning from talking a lot about manifestation and money into like just overall abundance. And it couldn't have come at a better time because I have a very special guest. So my friend Anna here is the, um, is like another abundance queen, just like obviously we are here and I am. I mean, let's call it how we see it, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
but Anna is a soulful business coach who helps impact-driven sister entrepreneurs and coaches build a boss mindset, attract dream clients, and earn more income-changing lives. So that could be seen two ways, right? Like income changing. So like the income changes your lives or you earn more income. Therefore you change lives, right? <laughs> Ooh, I like it both ways. <laughs> you too. I'm like, which one is the emphasis on? Right? <laughs> <laughs> However you read it, <laughs> really. <laughs> so well, welcome. I'm so excited. So I'm not going to ask you anything about abundance for the first question because I, when we booked this initially, like your response was like, Oh my God, I got the time wrong because my phone thinks I'm in Costa Rica. So tell me more about that. I want to hear. <laughs> and then I know like on your media file, you've got your map of the world and right behind you, you've got your map of the world. And like, I have a two and four year old, but my, my four year old has been to like more countries than most of Americans. Like, to be honest with you, like his passport is like pretty good. I mean, the last year has kind of slowed us down a little bit, but you know, with COVID and all, but, but yeah, tell me more. So you're a world traveler as well. Yeah. I mean, one of my life goals was to be able to have a business that I can feel really passionate about and have a positive impact in the world while also traveling the world. Yeah. Like that was life goals for me, like ultimate, you know, from the very beginning. And so worked my way to that, which was lovely. So I've done a few um, kind of longer trips Mm -hmm. And the one that's more recent that my phone hadn't adjusted to <laughs> when this, planning on recording this was uh, my partner and I go to um, Costa Rica in the winters mm -hmm. and we were planning on being there for four months this year. But then when everything was kind of, mm -hmm. you know, borders were closing, everyone was like, get home quickly. I'm like, why on earth would I leave Costa Rica yeah. living in like a mountaintop paradise uh, to go back to the you know, to the pandemonium. So we decided to stay. Um, so we were there for almost seven months. Wow. Which is pretty wild. Yeah. Um, and it was bittersweet coming back to Toronto, which is where, which is where we live. But yeah, happy to be back and, you know, still getting our feet on the ground. And then, you know, we'll look into to leaving and traveling again, as we usually do. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That makes sense because, okay, my, um, so my husband is South African and he, okay. He watches HGTV with me because there was like absolutely no organized sports on during COVID, which I was like, holly fucking Leah, this is amazing. <laughs> and so like we got into all like jungle life and island life. And I've been to Costa Rica like once about 10 years ago, but he never has. And so he's got this like great view, you know, like he's got these things built up in his mind, which I mean are absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it was, uh, it was so funny because we were watching Jungle Life the other day and he was like, oh my God, I want to move to Costa Rica. And then meanwhile, my dad has lived down there off and on. I think mainly to avoid paying taxes here, but like, it's also <laughs> a good place to live. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's a whole nother story for another podcast. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he, uh, so he messaged me the other day and he was like, oh, looks like they don't want us you know, Americans going down there. So like basically everybody else in North America, but Americans can mm -hmm. go to Costa Rica. And I was like, damn it. Cause I don't even think we could like get into Canada to get down there if we actually really wanted to try that hard. So, but you just came back a little bit ago, huh? Yeah. Just a few weeks ago. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. welcome back to the time zone. 
Thank you. I just sent you the, the palm tree vibes from here in Florida. <laughs> but yeah. Well, that's so cool. So where else did you end up? Where else has your business like taken you for an extended period of time? Yeah. So in 2017, in May, when I officially left my nine to five, um, soon after, it was the beginning of August, I left and I moved to Europe for three months. Cool. Yeah, because I was literally waiting for the moment. I knew that like as soon as I leave my nine to five mm -hmm. and you know that I can actually leave for longer than a few weeks at a time. Yeah. Then like I'm doing it. I'm just going to do it. I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna see how it feels running a business while mm -hmm. being, you know, in another another country. And so I did that. I was based out of Barcelona and did oh my God, a lot it. of Europe. Yeah, did a lot of Europe on that trip, which was super fun. And it gave me a taste. It gave me a taste of what it was going to be like to be a digital nomad, basically, yeah. and just work from anywhere in the world. And that's a, that's a really important kind of foundation for my business is choice and freedom, yeah. you know, and, and being able to do something that I love to do, but also being able to live a life that I love. And so fusing those two things together is not only what gets, you know, me excited for running my own business, but gets me excited for, you know, my clients that I can help them build a life that they can feel the same way about, that they can love their business and have their business fulfill their dreams and desires so they can live their dream life as well. Yeah, totally. Well, you mentioned choice and freedom and it's so funny, like, because people think like in a way you could see that as like the end goal, right? Like choice and freedom, but truly if you're manifesting like abundance into your life, then you have to recognize the power of the choices that you currently have and the freedom to think like as expansively as you'll allow mm -hmm. yourself to, you know? So it's like the beginning actually equates to the end, right? Because the more you give choices to yourself, like, okay, I can choose to say that I have to work. So where, who were we talking to? We were talking to like people on the beach the other day here who came down because we live in like basically a vacation spot. And the guy like works in, let's just say Ohio in the sewer department, right? Like water and sewer. And he has like a couple more years till he retires. And then, but, or no, maybe it was like eight more years. And we were like, well, cause you know, they're like tied to their retirement. They've got it in their head that they're like, yeah. oh no, I need that. Right. Mm -hmm. And we were like, well, what if you end up coming down here and you make two or three times what you're making up there? And then it more than equates to, you know, and he was just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, you're happier here. You're making more money here. But like, I think a lot of people get scared when they try to think that, you know, like think in a different, more expansive way. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. We've been programmed from pretty early age as to what the societally accepted norms and timelines are. And as soon as we start to like deviate from those, even if we're just thinking of deviating from those, we get scared yeah and we're like but that's not the way it's supposed to be or like we force ourselves to walk a certain path that has been you know paved for us that we're supposed to be like okay well this is where we're supposed to go we're supposed to mm -hmm. finish school and then you know get into a really or get a job or get a relationship get married get, like all these like certain things and then work your ass off you know until yeah. you can get your pension and stuff it's a, and then even infused in that timeline is and you don't have to love it you know, you, you just yeah. do it. You just do it and you don't need to love it. It's just what people do. 
And so you better respect that person in charge of you while you're there. Like, ew. Yeah. So much all of that. (laughs) Um, And you know what? Listen, some people, if they find a job that they love, that's fantastic. You know what I mean? But for the people who it's, it's just not feeling aligned to be stuck to a certain location or to a certain job or to a certain boss or to a certain income cap or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that's not aligning and you choose to go in a different direction. I mean, the beginning of that process is scary, obviously. And, you know, when you were sharing, um, you know, what you just shared right now, what came up for me was the before I moved to Europe for three months. And before I, you know, frequented Costa Rica in the winters, it was a very different story than yeah. what it is now. And even before we went to Costa Rica um, last year, I had like building up to that. It was the the narratives that were going through my mind were like, you have debt. Are you going to make enough money to be, to be away, you know, for this long and wanting to actually enjoy being away, you know, not just be like, okay, well I can just, you know, I rented this house now I just sit here for three months because I don't have enough money to do anything else. Um, Like, can you actually do this? You know? And the series of events that led me up to the departure date were wild. Really? And what I put into action through my level of belief, through my complete trust and faith that it was just going to happen for me, period, mm-hmm. end of story. I was, you know, disattached from the how, because we're really such limited beings that like, <laughs> like consciously, I mean, in like a 3D kind of mentality that we have no freaking clue the infinite and endless possibilities of how our dreams and desires can come to us and so we need to disattach from the how so like things like credit card debt okay so like how am I going to pay this off how 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 it's like how many clients do I have to have okay I do this many clients this price point this money I'm like okay but that also takes uh, you know a little bit of the fun out of my work if I'm putting so much pressure on it um so it's just like you know what this is the number universe this is the exact dollar to the cent figure that I need taken care of (laughs) so much. (laughs) This is my order. And it was like one of those moments from that you saw in the secret that like, you know, some wild series of events that literally got almost to the penny, the amount that I needed in like the wildest way. And I, again, I never, I didn't foresee it happening. I like just believed that it was going to mm-hmm. and let go of the outcome and just did took aligned action. Obviously I'm not just going to like sit in my room and meditate and hope, you know, <laughs> like the it hel- I mean, to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it helps, obviously <laughs> it helps, but you also, yes, take aligned action, not action in, a, in, from a place of scarcity and fear and doubt. Like I need to do as much as I possibly can, like this frantic energy, I'm going to take aligned action and do what I can. Aligned action also is not just the things that you do, but it's also the things that you do for you to make sure that you're feeling good and that you're feeling aligned and that you're being enjoying, you're having fun, you know, all the stuff that we hear about all the time, but just relinquishing a little bit of that control. Yeah. And that like, this is being taken care of for me. Like I just, I trust. And so all of that leading up and then going into that trip. And I'll never forget the feeling of like, I have zero debt. 
Mm -hmm. I'm going into this, you know, adventure moving, leaving for the winter, which I'd always dreamt about doing. Cause yeah. I mean, <laughs> you live in Florida, so you don't really have this reality, but like the winters in Canada, especially in Ontario are brutal. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, yeah. so brutal. The snow and like the deep freeze and the polar vortexes, they call them like it's, it's yeah. a shit show. So, um, yeah, just it's been, it was a lifelong better, dream. Better lodge, like drinking green juice or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wait a minute. The wait, when I was there, it was like April. It was like the sun comes up at like four thirty in the morning. Like I, we wake up at ten, and it felt like it was three in the afternoon already. You know, yeah. and it's so warm. Oh my god. Yeah, I totally get. Well, I grew up in Virginia. Well, I lived in Atlanta for a long time before we moved to San Diego, but I totally get that. I mean, not to that level. I can never say that I understand completely what it would be like living in Toronto but yeah brutal yeah and so having that all come together and then seeing it unfold and me just getting these really strong affirmations of like so much more is possible than we were ever told than we were ever taught that we were ever made to believe and so much of our limiting crap about whatever category because abundance isn't just money abundance is health wealth and happiness right and so when we say abundance we're not just like paychecks it's all of the areas of your life that make it fulfilling yeah and so i think we're just so limited in what we allow ourselves to believe Mm-hmm. you know and so once you see these things happening and everybody sees it in small ways it doesn't have to be you know debt-free trip to costa rica situation um, but in small ways in your regular life, you know, seeing how when you're in a good mood and when you're having fun, like how things just start happening. Yeah. And, you know, when you have that clarity of what you want to feel or what you want to manifest or what you want to attract, and then you kind of just let it go a little bit, not get super duper obsessed. And Gabby Birdstein calls it manic manifesting. You know, not doing all, you know, doing all the things and saying the affirmations and da, 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 da. nothing's happening. I'm like, okay, but you're also in like forceful energy mode. Uh-huh. Yeah. But if we could just get clear mm-hmm. and then start to live it like we already have it. And, yeah. and even if it's just how we feel, mm-hmm. then it just freaking happens. It just happens. Yeah. It, it sounds so easy, you know, like you could hear people already like, it can't be that easy, but it actually is, you know, it actually is. <laughs> it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. You know, because it's, but yeah. So like, I totally get that. And even sometimes, you know, now when I'm putting certain things into action, I'm like, why isn't it, why isn't it happening? You know, like this, this, but also to add to that, if something's not happening, one, maybe, yes, there's some sort of like resistance around it, or maybe it's a level of belief or whatever, but also maybe it wasn't meant to happen that way. Yeah. Like we were saying, like that there's an infinite potentiality and infinite nature and infinite possibility of how things can happen in our lives. And maybe, and we just can't see 20 steps ahead. Yeah. We try to really plan it. <laughs> I know coming from a type A personality, I know with planning, you know, you want to just have it all mapped out and everything's super clear, but we don't know what we don't know. 
No. And sure. And we're not. And no one of my like, kind of early teachers loves to know either. You know yeah, that too. But like one of my early teachers said, you know, we ain't that smart. We're just we don't we can't possibly know every single thing that's good for us or right for us and the timeline in which it should happen. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's also not happening because it's not meant to happen that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think people especially get so wrapped up in with money in two different ways that I can, that I've seen like so much over the last couple of weeks, especially, but like they want money to be able to do something, but that's the only way that they can equate getting that thing done. Like for it, let's just use an example of like, say you want a boat, right? You want a certain type of boat. And you're like sitting there on the beach and you see somebody drive by with that same boat. Meanwhile, like one person will be like, fuck, I'll never, I'm, I haven't even paid my debt off. Like, how am I ever going to afford a boat? Like, I can never get that boat anytime soon. And then the person next to them is like, ooh, I wonder what the coolest way that this boat could come to me would be. You know, like, you, yeah. like don't forget, you could get gifted a boat. There could be somebody who's like, I bought this yesterday and I really like you and I'm not a boat person and I don't even <laughs> want to look at it again. You know, like I fell off the back of it. It freaks the fuck out of me. I don't want to have it. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, well, I'll sage that thing a little bit just to make sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but then, and then also like, where being so attached to having to have a source of income in order to have money come to you and abundance in like a financial form to come to you. Cause I was just coaching a money class the other night and I was like, you know, there was a couple of people that are like, but I don't have a source of income. Like you always mm-hmm. talk about people being like coaches or this or that, or have like people who have a source of income. How am I ever supposed to get money if I don't have a source of income? And I'm like, that's pretty much what this whole thing is about. You don't, like you're creating your next level of yourself, but meanwhile, you're also thinking more expansively. You're allowing yourself to like really acknowledge that there's millions of ways that money can come to you. And we might only be aware of a hundred of them, you know? Yeah. It's so true. Even if you can think to put this into a perspective, if you think about the spectrum of light, just, just light. If you think about like, a meter stick. Do you guys do meter down in, in the States? Is that, My is that husband right? does. And I, I get bitched at all the time for working in inches. And he's like, the metric system is the way to go. So regardless, yeah. a meter. I totally okay. get it. I have to work yeah. with them. <laughs> if you think about it in, it's a meter, obviously it's a very wide spectrum, but let's say just for understanding sake, it's a meter. The mm-hmm. human mind and the human eyes can only see about an inch of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's like different waves, X-rays, microwaves, different spectrums of like different things that we that are happening all around us all the time that we can't see. Yeah. If we can connect that analogy of just how limited our understanding is of potentiality, and that there's so much happening that we can't even see, but is actually happening, and there are instruments in which you can see them, and they're real then you'll understand that from that limited point of view, you can't, if you think that you know everything, yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, your first problem, but <laughs> right. knowing that there's so much more out there that we cannot see, we do have, we don't have the capability of seeing. And so comparing that to the potentiality and the infinite nature of the universe can help us to get a little bit more open Yes. The understanding that 
so much more is possible for me from infinite sources that I'm just going to get excited, like you said, about how it can come to me and just trust that it will. Mm-hmm. Even like, again, like credit card debt, I was thinking of it in terms of like, okay, this many clients, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I learned very early on that I had to let go of the how because I ain't that smart, <laughs> right? I'm like this tiny, this inch of the spectrum. You know what I mean, like I cannot like, possibly know all the, all the ways. And when I was calling around to, I had two uh, credit cards at the time and I was calling each of them to see like if they could like reduce my taking a line to action. Can you reduce the interest rate? Can you like, what options do you have for me? Like just calling to see what I could do to possibly like get these paid off quicker. That's a line to action. Right. Yeah. And I admittedly was one of those people who did not look at their statements. Okay. Which was a part of the problem to begin with because I had fear of the numbers, which is a huge aspect of, not manifesting more money is avoiding it and making it this whole stressful situation. But I finally looked at the statement as I was calling in, I was like, what's this $40 and something cents. I'm like, I don't know what SPSP or whatever the, the coding was. They're like, Oh, that's insurance. And I was like, for what? And it ended up that I was able to get covered from that because of leaving my job and not having an income. And so I was covered through it. And I'd have been paying that for like, five years or 10 years or something like that. Like, and I didn't even know that I was paying it because I'd never checked my bloody statement, (laughs) but that actually worked out in the end for me because I was not only able to get that money back because I didn't ever sign off on getting the insurance. Mm -hmm. So I got that money back and the not having a job, technically a job at the time, a a nine to five job. And that money equated to the majority of what I had to pay back on that credit card. And so it's like, I would have never even thought that that was, an, I, I would have never thought like, maybe I have some insurance on a credit card that I can like pull off something. Mm-hmm. So we just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Well, it's something similar and people get so wrapped up over their debt, you know, and then it becomes what they're focused on. But yet there's, when you're so focused negatively on something, there's no way to like come up with solutions and like the similar thing happened to us last year is I, I ended up getting laid off for the final time from, you know, pharmaceutical sales. And I was like, I'm staying home with the kids. You can go to work and you can do that instead kind of thing, you know, cause otherwise you don't, I mean, I didn't really want someone else to watch my kids. Right. So anyway, um, we ended up finding this, like, um, I, we got a note in the mail actually from our credit union that we have our car payment through and they said, and it was basically like a convert all of your, you know, debt from all of your credit cards. You could bring it on. It was like a $20,000, $22,000 limit. And we didn't have that much. It was just like, you know, we were carrying balances yeah, over yeah. a few months because it was like, you know, I had reserved a, a retreat in Bali. We had gone to South Africa. You know, there was like a bunch of different things that had all come together that we were like, wait a minute. Now we're like, where, where did all this come from? You know what I mean? And so we ended up getting that all consolidated over for, and it was a 0% transfer fee. Wow. Whereas usually it's like 3%. So 3% of like, I think it was something like $15,000, like all together, you know, that would be a lot of money. And plus carrying the interest month after month, mm-hmm. we just threw that over there and you have a year to pay it off, like zero interest wow. for an entire year. And I was like, 
holy crap, like you just have to do whatever, like whatever makes you feel better, whatever makes you feel good and expansive about the money, right? Like for me, that was like, we still, did we still owe the same amount on our credit card? Yes. However, we weren't paying anything month to month. Plus we have a year and paying like, you know, a little bit every single month for that amount was like nothing. You know what I mean? It was like a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like very, very big. So I was so excited. I was like, Oh my God, this is the best gift ever. Like I totally manifested this. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I totally get that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's so many ways, so many ways. So yeah, I completely am good for you. I love it. So what, what, what's your favorite thing to do when you go travel? I mean, nature. Yeah. Nature stuff is always a huge deal. It also depends where I am. Cause if I'm in Europe, um, it's more like the old cities and like seeing architecture mm-hmm. and learning history. And then when you're in a place like Costa Rica, obviously it's a lot of nature yeah. adventure. So it just depends, depends mm-hmm. on where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it definitely helps with getting in touch with abundance for sure. So I remember, um, well, one of my clients has actually become like allowed all like a bunch of psychic gifts to come out. And so we were working together and she started like, like channeling a lot of information from like her spirit and like from my soul and like my spirit. Cause I was like, so not in touch with it at all. And she's like, you know, you have an abundant soul. This comes easy to you. I'm like, well, that's funny because like just a few months ago, I had to answer the question of like, name all the things of like all the reasons that you're abundant already. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> crickets in the background. <laughs> what do I? Hmm. Like, can you give me an example? Like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> like I, I have a bank account, you know. But like, people don't aren't thinking in terms of a but. Like, we think so like so little, like just think about the money and what that's going to, and then like you get money and then it doesn't do anything for you because you're not thinking about the health, the wealth, the limitless, you know, joy, the love, like all the things that you're expecting, you know, the freedom, just that breath of fresh air, the, the feelings that you're expecting money to bring to you is that's the true abundance to me, right? Like taking the pressure off of your life and allowing yourself to live it. So what does that abundance truly mean to you? First of all, I love that explanation. It's just letting yourself live it. That's super powerful. Abundance for me is joy. Mm-hmm. You know, like in those moments, those pure, unadulterated moments of joy, whether it's, you know, having that beautiful moment with like loved ones or friends, or whether it's just like, being out in nature and just feeling the expansiveness of it and like the beauty and the magic that's in nature or, you know, it's doing something that you love or it's having, you know, a dance party in your living room or it's like whatever it means for you of just that pure presence Mm -hmm. and being able to allow yourself to stay in that place for extended periods of time that you could feel like you're truly, like you said, living your life. Mm-hmm. Because so much of the time we get so caught up in, you know, the rat race. And even when you become an entrepreneur, it's just another kind of rat race. I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah. you leave the rat race to go, you're just on a mouse race now. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just different. And we're so caught up with the next thing, mm-hmm. the next goal 
that as soon as we get to that next goal, then there is inevitably a next goal. (laughs) Yeah. You know, even myself, like I caught myself in that a little bit, like being like literally my only life goal, my only life goal for a very long time was to work for myself and work from anywhere in the world and escape for the winters. Like that would have been like, I would be like, and I could just wash my hands and I'm done. Like, that's it. That's all I want in my life. I didn't care about anything else. I'm not like a material you know, person. I don't care about the purses and the card. And like, like yeah. not, I've never been that type of person. I was just like, I just want to travel and mm-hmm. I just want to do what something that I love from anywhere in the yeah. world. And, you know, I got that. And it's been a couple of years now that I've been able to do that. Um, and then I see myself slipping into like a, okay, but now I want this. And it's a natural, like, you know, right now I'm in the process of like, um, you know, getting a property. So it's like, and now that feels like it's okay. 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 Then like when I get that place and then I'll be just done, I'll wash my hands, then I'll be done. And I mean, it's a slippery slope. Cause I mean, once I get that, that I'm like, your mind just keeps future seeking. Yeah. I'll feel abundant when I'll feel successful when I'll feel fulfilled when, and we keep getting caught in this future tense, happiness, fulfillment, and success that we never allow ourselves to feel those things now, which makes the future tense stuff harder to achieve because we're not feeling those now. So Mm -hmm. it's like freedom to me is, or abundance to me is like allowing yourself to feel all of those things exactly as you are and for you to sit there and say if my life were to be exactly like this forever I would be very happy Mm -hmm. yeah and being able to find enough things in your life that make you feel good now yeah absolutely oh it totally is I remember when we moved into this house, like all I'd been saying is, I just want to live at the beach. And I just wanted to, we moved in, we're like, okay, so let's do this to it. Let's do this to it. Let's do that. But like, it was great. It's, you know, it's, it's, we haven't actually done anything yet because we're just like, oh, we go to the beach every weekend instead. So <laughs> I mean, that's like, the preferred thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but I totally get you because then I think a lot of people, especially in business, you know, you've got those like the 5k, the 10k, the 20k, mm-hmm. and then you see what other people are doing too. And you forget to stay in your own lane, right? Like you start to compare, like, and it all the time with my clients, I hear them say, you know, like we've left on a good note, the previous call or even the previous day, like on Boxer. And then, and then I'll hear, Oh, but like, I'm just wondering if I'm doing enough. I'm wondering if I'm, you know, I'm seeing other people and they seem to write better or they have better pictures or this or that or the other. And I'm like, none of that shit matters. Like all that matters are you, do you like what you're doing? Do you like what you're selling? Like, does that make you excited? Like, it doesn't matter if so-and-so is doing another webinar about how they made like their next million dollars, you know, like they basically fart in the wind and make a million dollars. No, like (laughs) it's just that easy. Yeah. This three-step process. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, you know, that doesn't matter. You can get there, but you're not going to get there by trying to like chase the rabbit, right? Like, unless it's Alice in Wonderland's rabbit, because I'm pretty sure he has some really good shrooms and that'd be a pretty good rabbit to follow. But <laughs> I'd follow that one. <laughs> All the way down that rabbit hole, yeah. That would be pretty cool. But like the other one where it's just like the rabbit going around the Greyhound track. Like, no, that's one I'm not interested in. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I mean, it's interesting that you mentioned that as well. Today I was sitting outside having my coffee and I was thinking, you know, about this like 10K month, you know, flashy goal mm-hmm. that everybody seems to be kind of running at, at a minimum. I mean, that's the, that's the seems to be the low end now. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about that and, you know, I got caught up in not only, not me achieving that so much as like me, like offering it as like a potential, as the, as a selling feature almost to like my, my program. And, you know, then you think back and I was thinking to myself of what if it was just like 2k would be a really nice thing every month. What -hmm. if it was four or five? Yeah. Or six or seven would be like the ultimate, like what it, like even thinking how much I was making in corporate, which I mean, I loved my job, which is why I stayed for like, you know, not a crazy high salary. It was enough. But even just like thinking like I'm making the same as I made in my corporate job and I'm working for myself, even that like yeah. is huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, why are we making it seem like the only time that we can feel successful and that we've made it Yeah, is when we're like blasting off in 10, 20, 30, 40, $100,000 months. <laughs> and then like, I was just starting to say that I was thinking back to a period of my life and not a, necessarily even a short period of my life that I would be scrounging in my car to find $5 to put fucking gas in my car. Yeah. Yeah you know, and like borrowing 20 bucks from my sister. Born, I mean, like this was fucking real. So to think from scrounging to find $5 in my car for gas, paying in toonies and loonies as we do up here in Canada, <laughs> to going to just making the same amount as I was making in my corporate job working for myself is a massive achievement. Totally. Anything above that is just bonus. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. Has it gone above that? Yes. Is it more than I think I could have possibly imagined working for myself? Yes. But I will not ever forget the fact that like just hitting my first thousand dollar month felt yeah. like an achievement. I'm first two thousand dollars, three thousand. You know what I mean? So just taking baby steps and not comparing your step one to somebody else's step a hundred. Yeah, is really important to remember. You know, totally. Yeah, there was um. This actually came up a few months ago because I was a part of a group that um. You know, it was like a a yearly membership where a lot of the people in there are in that 20, I mean, let's, it seems like a lot of people are because they're the ones that you're, that are celebrated, you know, like the tens, the twenties, the thirties, the forties, the up to a hundred thousand, you know, and it's all the same person's clients. And it's like, and at first I was like, oh, this is so cool. I'm going to be around people who are making this much. Like that gives you, that lets you know, they're actual people that it's actually yeah. possible. And then I just started to notice, because then I started to notice as I was making like one or two or three or five or whatever, it felt like nothing in comparison. Like Mm. that kind of stuff wasn't really celebrated per se as much as it was, you know, so you were always kind of like feeling like you were just the freshman in high school, you know, and like, you know, and so I just, 
I went from being like very excited to be part of that group to just very detached from it because it just felt like not aligned at all. And I, and I start and I went back, like I, I ended up like when that whole thing ended, I went straight into my group, the manifestation Queens. And I was like, listen, we are going to celebrate everything in here. Like whether you make $5, a thousand, 10,000, 20, whatever, like you are all celebrated. Like it, it all matters. Like don't get yeah. so caught up in what other people are doing that you forget how far you've come. Because I mean, my whole first year in business, I think I made like a thousand dollars total and I worked so hard, but you know, I also feel like we are ingrained from corporate to work hard for money. Right. And so mm -hmm. then you go into your business and you're like, well, I've got to sit at this computer or I've got to listen to this podcast or I've got to make a podcast or I need to go do this and go do that and like be busy all day long and then be on my Instagram and Insta stories and all of this. And then you like finally get to this point that you realize, wait a minute, no, this is because I'm expecting to go talk to like my boss and tell him how much I've done. You know what I mean? Like, but really you're like, wait a minute, I'm my own boss. And if I had to grade myself, I'd give myself an F for effort. Cause I'm like over efforted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's been like a complete process of unplucking my brain for sure. But like, you know, there's so much that goes into it, but I, absolutely your point. Like we just can't forget because there's probably people listening here who have wanted to join or wanted to start their own business so badly. And they know that they can leave like whatever job they're in and go do work that like truly lights them up. But they've probably still been thinking about it and haven't actually done it or haven't like made any kind of move. And that's what I tell my clients when we're first starting out, like, even if you have, like, you're still further along than people who haven't taken any action at all. Exactly. You know? Like, yeah. even if you've just joined a program to learn about a business, you've still taken more effort, like, thing than people who are just sitting there hoping the next freebie will teach them everything. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. And making, I mean, making all the excuses, not only the ones that they're making themselves, but also listening to all of the people around them who are from their own place of limiting yeah. beliefs and agreements saying, Oh, how could you ever make enough money doing that? Oh, you could yeah. never make a moment. Oh yeah. No, that's not like a viable, uh, you know, business or I'm like, okay, but who are you to give me this advice? You know, <laughs> like who you're, you know, you're the ones in the bleachers, you know, not the ones in the stadium. I thought right. I will not be able to recall because it's way too long. It's Brene uh, Brown. If yeah. you're not in the arena, like, whatever. Yeah. She quotes it. Yeah. It's somebody, it's somebody's quote, but it's, um, but yeah, she, she has it on the beginning of one of her books, but it's like, whose advice are you taking and who are you listening to? Totally. Which is another thing I learned really early on, early on was who do you listen to? You know, do you listen to the person who's done it or do you listen to the person that just has a bunch of opinion mm -hmm. from a place of not doing? Yeah. And so we have all these voices. We're like, oh, well, but that person told me that, you know, it wouldn't work. Or my parents are telling me I'm crazy. Or my parents thought I was crazy. Okay. Because they're like traditional, just as many people are, you know, take the traditional route, especially because it was a job that I really loved. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they were like, you're insane. You get to travel all the time, which was like, so I was always loved traveling. Mm -hmm. So I got to do that with my job. I actually went to South Africa once for a giving trip. Cool. Uh, yeah. With, with the company. It was Tom's. Oh, yeah. Tom's like a shoe company. 
Definitely. I, I have a pair of there. There you go. Uh, so it was like a dream job for me. Um, and so they're like, are you out of your mind? Why would you leave a job like this? In addition to why would you leave a job that's paying you a steady income, you have benefits and you have, you know, to go do something on your own, especially when I had some, and I'm doing air quotes now for people who are listening, failed <laughs> ventures yeah. uh, you know, prior to. <laughs> and so it was like, you don't really have a track record of, you know, entrepreneurial ventures that have had success and that might scare people into trying again. Yeah. But you know, just that kind of relentless pursuit of what you want and not settling for something that's going to feel like, oh, all right, I guess I can yeah. just do this for the rest of my <laughs> life. It's like, whether that's even just moving to a, getting a different job, like yeah. it doesn't have to be being an entrepreneur. And I really want to drive this point home because it doesn't always have to be that way. It could just be like you having your side hustle and that's what you just want to do. And that's fine. Or you just fully doing a corporate job, but you actually freaking liking it. Yeah. You know, the whole point of living an abundant life is feeling freaking good in it. Yeah. So whether, you know, make whatever move you need to make, but don't listen to not only the voices in your head, cause they ain't leading you anywhere good, but also the voices around you, you know, the naysayers that are telling you not to do it cause they don't think it's going to work. You just have to like quiet that and go into the gut and the heart and the yeah. soul voice that's whispering ever so gently for you to go in a direction that will bring you the most fulfillment. Yeah. Way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, the people who don't believe in you from the beginning probably won't believe in you when you hit your first milestone <laughs> and that it'll probably take when they see you like for my mother, I know exactly. I will have to be on the today show for her to take me seriously. <laughs> like, oh, look, I've launched my book and now they're, uh, you know, Katie Couric herself has come back from the dead to talk about it, like, you know? Yeah. Or no, Hoda is sitting there interviewing me as a fellow Virginia Tech Hokie. Like, yes. So, no, like I told my mom, so my mom, my husband got, okay, I worked in corporate America for 20 years. I've been laid off like four or five times. So the false sense of security is certainly mm. there. But I was a pharmaceutical rep the whole time. And so it was a very good match for me. I was in the car listening to podcasts or music or talking on the phone. I would, could bring people Starbucks, go talk about science stuff, like dork out and talk about what I was doing that weekend. Just like be myself for the most part with the accounts that I could do that with. Yeah, yeah. Like <clears throat> in air quotes, myself, like definitely not the full self, <laughs> but close. But yeah. like, um, I but the thing that got me was the vacation time. Like, oh, like having, or having to tell someone when I was taking off, you know, mm -hmm. having to like feel like I had to wake up for whatever God knows reason and leave the house by a certain time. Now I would still leave and come back like three hours later. Like I got my stuff done as fast as possible, but like my mom thinks that is like the end all be all. And I told her, like, she messaged me the other day. She was like, oh, are you guys okay for money? I'm like, yeah, mom, I had my biggest month ever. If she actually read my posts on Facebook, she would know <laughs> exactly how I'm doing. The information, for the most part, if you search, it's there. But like, there, was, there wasn't any congratulations at all. It literally went from like that, which wouldn't you think that would be like a time to be like, oh, that's amazing. How did you do? Wonderful. I'm so excited. No, it was just kind of like, oh, well, 
man, so-and-so's got COVID. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> or like, what's Trump done now? Like, turn the goddamn news off and just like, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, but, but yeah. yeah. So for those of you listening, like, just listen to your heart and not to your mother, unless your mother is me, in which case, listen to me. <laughs> Perfectly said. Because <laughs> oh, I'm like, what? Yeah, there's been these like thinly veiled comments about like, I hope you guys are the, the, like, like the family, the whole family string. Like, all oh, you guys know what it's important to have a retirement. And I'm like, yeah, for, yeah, I can tell my TD Ameritrade account really is doing great now. Uh-huh. like that retirement account is like awesome with you know the bump it hit the hit it took from covid at the beginning for real that's one i don't even look at right now i need <laughs> i know i'm trying to avoid i'm like i will not obsessively look at it although it's so... rebounding nicely but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that if we keep living our, our lives to fulfill somebody else's expectation. Like we're just mm-hmm. at the end, we're going to just have all sorts of regrets. Yeah. totally. And I would rather, I've always said that I would rather say, what the fuck was I thinking than say, <laughs> what if? Yeah, totally. Like, you know, I would rather just try and really, really. Okay. If you really, really look at the worst possible case scenarios that could occur if you just went for it, really, they aren't that bad. You can't bounce back from or nothing that you can't like figure out. Yeah. And we make them so much worse than they are when, if we could just look at them, then you're like, Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be that bad. I would just then, I mean, apply for a job and that I enjoyed and I would just do that. Like if an entrepreneurial venture didn't work out or I would just moonlight for a little while and see how it went. Yeah. That's what I did. I overlapped like two and a half, three years, you know, as I was kind of figuring out what the heck I was doing in this space to begin with. Um, and I, you know, letting it evolve a little bit until I felt like I had some footing that mm-hmm. I could, you know, take a bigger leap with, but really what's the worst Think about this. If you're thinking about doing something that makes you feel scared, sit down and in your journal, hash it out. Yeah. Let the ego voice have a little stroll and say, what, what, could, you know, what is the worst possible thing that could happen? And then after you write it all down, ask yourself, is it really that bad? Yeah. Will anybody die? The answer to that is probably no. No, unless you're looking to jump off a bunch of mountains as your entrepreneurial venture, <laughs> potential a little higher. But I mean, if you just look at what's the worst thing that could possibly happen, and then if that happens, what would I be? What would I do? Yeah, just talk yourself through that process to let go and to release some of the fear that's keeping you stuck from taking the action that your soul is calling you to take. Yeah, right. Totally. Like yeah. even just a simple decision of investing in, in, in a program. Yeah. You know, like that's like, oh, I don't want to spend that kind of money. I'm like, is it spending money or is it investing money? Yeah. Like, how are you looking at it? And if this can help you get closer to making more money, yeah. then what's the worst thing that can happen? Okay. I spend $5,000 on a program or whatever the figure is, 2000, 3000 on a program. 
And at the end of it, I have some great advice. I had a support group. I have some new lessons. I feel like I've grown a little bit. I mean, I think that's pretty great. You know I mean, yeah. I, at, the, at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. More will come from it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't mm-hmm. take chances, then you're always just going to be stuck in the same cycle. It's never going to fulfill you. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, you have to recognize how far you've come, you know, even if it doesn't look like it on paper, if you really take stock and like allow yourself to look at yourself six months ago, one year ago, two years ago, like it's going to be a night and day difference versus if you stay in the same place, you can basically think back to, you know, corporate America, right? I can think back to where it didn't seem like much changed, except I will decline, right? Like I'd start a new job two, two years later, I'd be like, uh, like basically showing up in the same suit every day, but going to different accounts, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like kind of trying, but not like the gung ho versus like here, I feel like as you start in this development, you know, and you start working on yourself you start working on your life around you and the world around you, it just does get better and better. Like, yeah, you might take two steps forward and then three steps back or the two steps forward, one step back, you know, or whatever. But like you end up slingshotting yourself into a better situation overall. If you look, if you look at the bigger picture there mm-hmm. for sure. So I love that. Yeah. I mean, if, exactly what you said. And it's so crazy because I was having a full-on deja vu while you were saying that entire statement. So that was like, really? really yeah, I haven't had a deja vu in a while, actually. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, of you saying that entire thing and me seeing the visual of what you were going to say as you were saying it. So that's cool. Yeah, um, and then yeah. what came up for me and what I knew was going to come up for me since it was a freaking deja vu <laughs> was the fact that there's actually no backwards. Mm-hmm. there's no such thing as backwards there's you know if you were to have a, like a line graph starting from you know the corner at the bottom left and and it's not a straight line we know that for sure but you know even if it's a wavy line it's always moving in an upwards direction overall and the thing is that if we can see the downward flow as not as going backwards but as giving us the awareness or the revealing of a truth or the trigger that's going to come up for us to show us a little maybe a little piece of what we have left to heal or you need to go through this in order to figure that out or you need to see yourself in this light so that you can show up differently and you need those down curves in order to exponentially create more upward yeah curves like yeah. we need to see ourselves in all the lights we're do du- we're duality we're polarity yeah. you know what i mean like we're both things we're good and bad we're light and dark we're mm-hmm. you know we're, we're all of the things so it's like we need to continuously have that experience just at a soul level we need to like experience and expand through the ups and downs through all ranges of emotions but we also need them to help us propel us forward 
Yeah, it's kind of like that slinky in Toy Story, you know, like the slinky dog, where like his legs are always like, like the head goes <laughs> forward and then the legs are always catching up and then it propels it forward again. There you go. Right? Like you're exactly. You're just giant slinky dogs making our way through life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And our ass just keeps us moving forward. <laughs> now, if you got deja vu on that, then I'd be like really curious. <laughs> The slinky man. It was the slinky. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. Well, I don't think we could end on a more beautiful note. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Well, one more question. It's an easy one. Well, I don't know if it's easy or not, but so where is your next place that you're going to go travel once you get to leave again? Well, oh my gosh, it's so funny because I've already, my parents and my sister and her fiance are in Greece right now and they were like begging me to go, but I was like, and I was still technically within my two week quarantine after I got back when they were asking me, I was like, I can't even think about traveling right now. Like I guess I'm trying to still find my footing mm -hmm. um, being back. So I honestly don't know and which is so crazy because I've always I basically had like two trips planned before I got back from the last trip so it's very strange for me um but I'm, I'm not I'm really I don't know I'm just enjoying yeah summer here and I love the fall so I'll definitely be here for the fall because all the like, leaves changing color and like the crisp like in the fall fashion is very fun yeah. um, so, so I'm not sure home really just here cool. well, maybe there's some road trips around Ontario yeah oh I love it that's super cool Okay. Well, I will um, tell everybody where they can find you. And also I will say, I'm going to put this information in the show notes too, that you guys can go find Anna. Yeah. So on Instagram, you can come hang out with me at sit with Anna, two ends and sit with Anna.com on the web. Yay. How did you come up with the idea about sit with Anna? So when I first started sit with Anna, it was, I was actually a meditation teacher oh no kidding That's and so, cool. so it made a lot of sense sit with Anna but honestly it just stuck and I really still love it mm -hmm. um and so for now it'll it'll stay maybe it'll yeah. forward but I think you you still sit with me we still have you know sessions really? you sit yeah. and you watch the lessons or whatever and hey that's, that's what it. I figured it was. Yeah. Yeah. It still what? works. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sitting with me. I love it. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> this has been so much fun. And um, you guys go find Anna, go follow her on Instagram and do all the fun things. And if you ever want to go to Costa Rica, just reach out to her. I'm sure she knows a lot more than I do about it. I, I just took like a yeah. dodgy, like, uh, what was it? One of those zip lining tours. And I just remember the booze cruise was so much fun. And the, and the captain like kicked me off, like literally off like the stern of the boat, like as a joke with a beer can in my hand I was like, Amazing. and I'm like, this is not America. <laughs> <laughs> it felt so free. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. But it's like Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you coming on and you guys go find Anna and have a great day. Thanks so much <laughs> for having me. Thanks a million for choosing to push play on another episode of the Manifestation Queen podcast. You truly amaze me. And if this episode blew your mind, then please leave a five-star rating and a quick review on iTunes so more people like you can become Manifestation Queens too. See you next time.